Warning, this podcast is a lot to swallow. Both hosts Jonathan Shane and Michael Gorman are not medically licensed professionals and are only sharing their opinions on subjects spoken about on this podcast. A lot to swallow is not held liable for anything you attempt during or after listening to it. Listener's discretion is advised. Okay, hey there, everybody. We are welcoming you to the very first episode of the A Lot to Swallow podcast. We're going to talk more about that name later on, but this is the A Lot to Swallow podcast, and it's been a lot to swallow trying to get the two of us lined up to get this recording to happen. <laughs> so, literally, what does it been now? This is the fifth the fifth Monday that yeah. we've, we've had it on the books, and stuff kept happening. So we're we're happy. And we're excited. That's what I, I always say. I'm excited when I'm starting a podcast. So I'm excited. Should I be? I don't know. I, I, who knows what you have in store for us tonight, John. But uh, my name is is Mike Gorman, and I'm here with Jonathan Shane. What's up? What's up, people? Super excited to be here. It's going to be good. I'm excited. Mm. And people listening, you may know us by different names on the interwebs. Um, I'm Gorman Goes Keto. He's the Keto Road. Before we even get to the first segment, let me just say, this is not a ketogenic podcast. Mm-hmm. This is not a health and fitness podcast. This is just, um, we're going to talk more about what it is. Does that make sense? Is that like a tease? I feel like I'm being a little bit of a no, tease. I definitely think that's a tease. I think, yeah. I, I, I don't think that's fair to the listeners. So. But I want to let people know, like before they're sitting there and they're like, what am I getting myself into? But l- let's just let you know that what you're going to deal with for the next 20 to 30 minutes tonight is going to be a lot to swallow. So <laughs> See, I'm keeping Brandon on point. I'm keeping the branding on point. You know, you got to keep, I'm trying to stay focused. I respect it. You know, we got to do what we're going to do. But every week, we're going to have at least two segments to the podcast. They are what's cooking, which is whatever is kind of like cooking for us personally, like what we've been thinking about, what we've been seeing on the internet, in the world, social media, technology, anything that's, you know, put a bee in our bonnet. That's, That's to relate to the older listeners john the ones the ones that you won't necessarily relate to but they'll know what being no a bonnet idea, means. i don't know what that means yeah you have no idea what that means it's a, you don't even know what a bonnet is and you have a daughter and you don't know what a bonnet is i'm sure i was but, i was thinking of something yeah girly but yeah, yeah. so what's cooking is going to open the show and that's just kind of hot topics you know that are kind of burning for us so we want to talk about them right away and then because yeah we're not a ketogenic podcast we're not a health podcast but we're keeping the food metaphors going with a lot to swallow what's cooking and the main meat of the episode is going to be Where's the Beef? And tonight, when we get to Where's the Beef, is when we're going to talk about where the name of the show came from, the impetus for starting the show, what we hope you'll get out of it, all of that jazz. But we figured to get you used to the format, we would dive right into what's cooking, because John says he has something funny or interesting to say and bring up. I'm doubtful, because you'll you'll learn listening to this show that sometimes our senses of humor collide and then sometimes we're just on way different levels. So we'll, we'll see how this one goes, but John, it's time for the first ever what's cooking. Tell us, John. Okay. So I know I feel like we're going to say this a lot. This, uh, this isn't a health podcast, but let's talk about food. (laughs) So, okay. So something I, I really thought would be fun to do in this podcast is something that I like actually researching and I just don't talk about because I don't know, it just doesn't seem relevant at the time when I'm making content is like historical diets. Like I like reading about how like people in like the 15th, 18th centuries, 11th centuries would diet. Did they even diet? It was like weight loss a thing back then because, you know, uh, the current health 
state of the world is at a place where dieting is a lot more popular. That's not true. People have been dieting for a long time. And I have a really stupid one from the 1500s. Okay. So it was called the wine diet. And literally all they did for like a couple of weeks was just drink red wine every day. And they were allowed to have fresh eggs. They mm. ate eggs and wine. And that was it. And I, in fact, in one, I can't pull, I can't find it right now, but one piece of literature said the reason wine was there was because it, good and good antioxidants, all this stuff. But then it also uh, gave you a buzz. So it suppressed your appetite. So it was literally using wine as a starvation mechanism. And to make it better, in the 16th century, women started to tie themselves with corsets to try and shrink their waist. And a lot of them would kill themselves because they would cut into their skin <laughs> with the corset. Wow. <laughs> wow, we're, we're we're starting on a bright. This is this is bright and cheery. I'm also interested in knowing who in the 15th century was talking about antioxidants. I don't know. Like, did the uh, I really want to know now? Did the word antioxidant exist in the 15th century? No, no, no. I don't, I don't buy that. No, no, no. They just that's just their explanation. Uh, it, it, it was a, it had healing properties. I just that was my 21st century brain. So mind. it's how the cultural anthropologists are distraught. Yeah, are putting. Yeah, yeah. No, no. They were just okay. like red wine's healthy, and I'm going to choke my waist to death. Yeah, that was that was a. So that's what's cooking in my brain right now. Is well, I mean, like that's the, is. We have those diets now. We have the we're 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 two people that are centered in the keto space, and could we, you know, we could relate that to the egg fast, which was okay. like okay. the hottest the hottest thing in the world, like 2018, 2019, and even creeping into twenty twenty, and it's coming back again now. Okay, but but two things on that. One, one, nobody I know. Okay, so I mean, you do you see like one of our friends tying themselves with a corset while they eat their eggs? And two, oh. in the keto space, uh, uh, there, it's never just eggs. That's always been my issue with the egg fast. Is they put so much fat on it outside of just eggs. It's not an egg fast. It's a sloppy scrambled mayo cooked well, cheese on top. You know, not to not to draw the parallels. First of all. When people are, are binding their waist, they're using a corset, not a corset. So there's a, there's a little bit of a difference there. Uh, pronunciation matters. Um, but no, that's my problem with egg fast. The fact it's the fact that when the egg fast started, initially it was to get you to perfect ketogenic ratios macros. You would eat for every egg, you were allowed a tablespoon of butter. But egg fast now were very you weren't allowed anything else. Like there were even debates about <laughs> whether you could put, you know, salt was, it was salt was allowed, but now and like, I remember the first, cause I've done egg fast, you know, back in the day and pe people are like, well, you can't use hot sauce. You can't use anything that you can't, you can't add all these little things, but this, you know, and there's people listening to this who are probably like, well, I don't care about keto diets and egg fast. But what I'm saying is because that the egg in, in a piece of butter was incredibly hard for people to stick to. It then became eggs and an ounce of cheese, one ounce of cheese per egg, or up to, up to five ounces or six ounces, whatever they allow. So then people started making egg loaf, which is basically French toast without the bread with a, a slap of cream cheese inside of it with sweeteners and sugar-free syrups. And now if you Google egg fast recipes, it looks like a dessert case, no. like... It's literally about making desserts now. That's what an egg fast is. It's about allowing yourself to have custard <laughs> for a week. And and we all know there's nothing magic about just eating eggs. What is it doing? It's cutting out all this other food that you're eating and allowing you to focus on one item so you can hyperfixate on it. 
and you can feel like you're doing something magical, but you're not really doing anything magically nutritionally for your body. You're not all of a sudden magically getting more of anything. You're just getting fat and protein with a little bit of carbs, because let's also talk about the fact that each large oh. egg has half a gram of carbs. Oh, you're really on a tangent here. Jeez. Well, this is where I could like start to get into like, you know, and I think that's probably where the wine diet came from, you know, wine and eggs. It allowed people to just hyper fixate on one thing. They can eliminate every elimination diets are great in the short term because they allow you, they take away that decision fatigue, you know, which is not a 15th century term. It's, you know, a modern term, that idea, you know, people talk about like all these billionaires that wear just like black pants and white t-shirts and they say they do it because then they don't have to make waste brain energy. It's the same thing with dieting. Like if you're just eating eggs, you know, you're just going to eat eggs. It's the same thing with people that do the lion diet. You know, they're just eating beef and salt. Yeah, it's super simple. Yeah. What do you have to do? Is it beef? Is it salt? I, I can eat it, you know? So that helps people mentally in some ways. But there's nothing magic about any of them. It's mostly because on an egg fast, you're probably drastically under eating on calories at the end of the day. And if a lion yeah. diet is salt on beef, then what would you call the diet that is a piece of salt rock with beef on top? I don't know. I'm not, I'm not, see, that's, I just don't even find that interesting. Like, <laughs> but it's a good question. Um, I don't think people can vote on that in the, you know, comment on the podcast, give us a review and tell us whether or not you care about whether the salt's on top or under the beef. I um, think, I think it matters greatly to the taste. But, it, you know, to, to pull back into the big picture of what you were talking about, I think you're right. There have always been these historical pieces. And even when there was, you know, when when having men having a round belly was in vogue to show wealth, there were men that were eat, following specific diets to make themselves develop, you know, like to gain weight. Like there's always been reasons for people to follow trends and hmm. do all these things. And also in the 15th century is probably, here's where someone's going to come back and attack us for being historically accurate or not. Okay. You know, you look at hundreds of years ago, People thought that when you were sick, it was because there was something bad in your blood. There was there was poor humor in your blood. So they would or they would slice your heels open and let blood drain from your feet and then hoist your legs up in the air, you know, and hope that the wound didn't get infected. Like (laughs) here's the hoping. (laughs) We used to do a lot of different things. There's there's diets that come along later on. You know, we were was it the one that was in Cosmo magazine where it was like breakfast had a glass of white wine with it lunch magazines yeah but we this is something we talked about when we were putting this podcast together you may not remember that but i specifically brought up this example i was hoping you'd remember from something a month ago but i (laughs) i'm asking too much but there were modern diets in the 70s where it was directing for you know and these of course are target often these diets are targeting women they're not necessarily you know nowadays the weight loss industry knows it can make money from men and women so it targets everyone, but historically it was targeting women, women who wanted to like put on corsets and achieve that proper waist and do all of those things. And like, it's it. the point being, it started a long time ago. This is, this stuff has been around. So when people try to talk about the quote unquote diet industry being a modern creation, maybe, it, maybe it just became a billion dollar industry over the past, you know, 30 to 40 years, but it's always been there. Yeah, you know, very, very fascinating. Well, here's the real question underneath all of this. What is a good wine pairing with eggs? Red meat, red wine, seafood, white wine, eggs. What wine? Well, I think most people with, with eggs do something like a champagne or a Prosecco because eggs are in the morning usually. 
I don't so like, do like a mimosa. Really dumb. You have an answer. You're not supposed to have an answer to that question. <laughs> I'm culinary on all sides of the coin. So I'm going to think, I immediately think about it. I'm like, what, what are people drinking when they're having eggs? They're probably uh, having sparkling wine. I can see a sparkling wine's a morning thing. I love mimosas with my eggs, Benedict. Yeah. I, can, I can read it now. I can read that's it. What people, bottomless mimosa brunches. That's what everyone's into. <laughs> okay. It's so only, that's my, that's my what? $20. Cooking. That's your what's cooking? Yeah. Mine's not that. Yeah. I mean, do you feel like you got it out? Did you get out everything you wanted to say? Like, yeah, your, how do you feel about them? You know, uh, like, is no, there anything I, else? No, I just think they're stupid. Um, just like a lot of the, well, a lot of the extreme diets that even we do nowadays. I just, I mean, I, I want to say I've never heard of a diet where like people are literally killing themselves, but that is not true. People kill themselves all the time on extreme diets. We just don't hear about it. Right. So. And you, you got to watch your language when we're recording a podcast. We don't want to get a strike for saying people are killing themselves like oh. we're gonna we're gonna we're, we're gonna find ourselves in trouble with sandwiches. don't listen but, to that but i think you know it, it it also at the end of the day it goes back to that idea that like extremes you know i, I don't want to turn this into a health and fitness discussion so i'm not gonna because i i honestly started to feel a rant building about elimination diets because i think elimination diets are incredible and have a have a place for people like i'm i love the whole 30 when you do the whole 30 the way it's supposed to be done, you know, which is eliminate pieces and then reintroduce. Mm. Problem is most people are, are following elimination diets for weight loss, not for food sensitivity. So they just stay in the extreme level of it. And they don't ever realize that after 30 days for most elimination diets, you're reintroducing things and seeing how your body responds. And see, I could rant about that. For yeah. Hours. I, I would, fair warning to everybody listening. Mike will go on rants. So be prepared for those because mm-hmm. Hey, and there's kind of funny sometimes and he makes good points, but they will happen on many subjects. I'm sure I've never heard him rant about as we continue this podcast. So, well, we'll put a pin in it. We'll let, let, let's put a pin in this because this, there's an evolution of elimination diets that I would love to talk about someday, just to complain about the fact that we make changes to these plans just to make people happy. That's why, that's why the egg fast looks the way it does now. Cause no one was ha- anyway, see, I'm going to rant. Like, all right, all right, so well, here's the thing. Here's no, this segues into like my what's cooking. I'm old. I'm very old. I, old. I turned 50 this year. Um, and my thing that's simmering with is like, literally. So honestly, like I'm, over the weekend, I was like, what am I going to have for a topic for what's cooking? Like I got nothing. Like, I feel like that's normal. Like whether you're a writer, you're a content creator, you sit down and you're like, I need to think of something to talk about and your brain goes blank. Then today, some higher power put five different examples of things in front of me that made me ranty that all relate to the same topic. And that's the fact that so many people in their twenties on the internet talk about how 30 is old and they're basically getting ready to die because they're now 27 and their life is getting ready to end. And it's this whole idea of like, you're old once you hit 30. Like, you're old and incapable. Then it boomerangs around because once those people actually get to 30, they realize it's not that big of a deal. So then they start saying the, well, 40 is the new 30. Once I hit 40, it's all going to be downhill. But 30 is not as bad as I thought it was going to be. Then they do the same thing at 40. And now I have all my friends that I went to high school with, like all people my age who were like, you know, 50 is not that bad. So I just want to tell anyone out there who's listening, you know, and I feel like a lot of our audience isn't going to be in their 20s because they'll have lost their attention span already on our, you know, our opening rants. But I'm in my 20s. What are you doing? I know you are. Um, And you're you're getting increasingly older. 
Um, I will say I could also bring up that today I saw a picture of you modeling in a clothing catalog oh, no, that your, your mom that shared on Facebook oh. from 2012, Dude, 2011, yeah. 2012. Yeah. So like 11 years ago, yeah. 11 years ago, you were um, six, 17, seven. You were seven years old. Teen, teen at the 17. end. So at some point, and I'm assuming your mom had to give them permission to use your pictures at that point because you're under 18. I made $150 an hour getting those photos taken. So something you have never really discussed with most of us on the internet, mm-hmm. all of your followers, thousands of followers, is that you were a paid model at one point. Yeah. And this, for just finding this out. I'm very- I'll let everyone out there know that if we ever do a video component to this podcast... This is where we'll insert the pictures because I save them every time your mom posts them. No, Actually, honestly, every time John's mom posts anything on Facebook, because we're friends, um, I save it. I have to organize them oh, into whoa, a folder. Whoa, 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 back up. Any, so anything my you want, mom you want, saved? you want, no, uh, pictures of you as a kid. Okay, I would preface that. That's not, what want, that's not what you said. You want, well, your mom, I, I'm older than your mom. Like, let's get into that. Um. <laughs> I have John's prom pictures. I have John posing like he's he's dropping a hot mixtape with some of his friends. I've never heard this. And now I have pictures of John. What was the clothing catalog? Was it a local department store? What, what was it for? It was Academy. Okay, so so it was when I first lost weight. It's when I was like, not to turn mm-hmm. dark here, but it was when I was in like knee deep in my bulimia. Mm-hmm. It's like really tiny. It was like 170 pounds. And uh, the neighbor across the street was a booking manager for academy and i sent her a portfolio of some of my like you know dirty mirror like shirtless photos and she was like yeah come on so i did two photo shoots for academy in the span of like eight months i was an academy model for about eight months um and i was in a i was in a magazine and i was on a poster inside the store for b so I, so both photo shoots i saw for- that too yep. yeah both photo shoots were for bcg the one that was in the store, I was super proud of, except the guy that I took the photo with was way more ripped than I was. And I was like, why am I even here? Mm-hmm. And then, but the second one, I hated it. I, I felt like I looked, even today I saw it and I'm just like, oh my gosh, like that is, and, and I remember, so Snapchat was getting real hot when those things came out. And I remember it blowing up at school because people... For some reason, I didn't know that teenagers looked at mail, but obviously they do when I, I just, they, they happen to look at the issue when I'm on it. Um, and so that, that exploded and I hate that photo because they, my haircut's horrible. Like what were they thinking? Letting me take photos with that haircut is horrible. Yeah. Your hair is bad. Your hair was, was bad. really bad. Know, it was, it, bad. was <laughs> it was awful. And, and that's in the context of you've had Viking braids recently. Yes. And this was still worse than that. I don't. I like the Viking raid. So well, you know, that's a whole other topic for us to discuss at some point. <laughs> so I guess my rant was somehow it started on young people thinking they're old, somehow and just know that you're always going to be getting old. We all get older. Deal with it, and stop talking about it on the internet. Like no one's going to listen to this and listen to me. No one's going to take my advice. I don't care. Absolutely. But I want to say it. Like stop complaining about being thirty. Like stop it. If it makes stop you it. Not, stop it. If it makes you feel better and I can resonate with you, I find it very annoying when people around me my age whine about getting older because in my eyes, like I hang out with, you know, you and 
and uh and, and i consider you very young i don't consider you old i mean all jokes aside i i think you're you know 50 is not that old like our an average lifespan like 90 100 what is it it's in it's in the hundreds now right it's getting up I think there. It's six, 62 it is not 62 it's 47 no it's not okay well, you're already well you've made it dude right i know you're That's there awesome. yeah Oh man. Uh, but no, I, I find it annoying too. So I, I, I understand that. I think it's dumb. Cause then it makes, I don't feel old. So when people say thirties old, I'm like, don't try to make me feel old. Cause like, I've got a whole life. Like I don't need that kind of energy in my box. And you still got a lot of time left. Like so much. I'm not even doing what I was doing when I was 30, like career wise. Like oh. I wasn't doing what I was doing at 30 at 40. Like understand that your life goes through season. Like there's books written about this that are way more articulate than we are. I my my the the bee in my bonnet is stop complaining about it on the internet. Stop being like, oh, it's my birthday, another year older to the end, another year closer to the end of everything. No, calm down. Stop celebrating your birthday if you feel that way. Say things like that. I don't think they have a problem with their age. I think they have deeper issues, and that's just a symptom. (laughs) Probably, but it's just like, come on. Well, and and you know what it is, and this just goes back to a much bigger issue, which is people saying things on the internet because they want someone, they want us to say what we're saying right now. You know, the person who I saw who posted today was like, I can't believe I'm going to be 30 soon and everything's going to end. They want everyone to say to them, you're not that old. It's not that bad. We, you know, yeah, we, we, we complain. So I'm going to, I was about to say something that I think people were going to take the wrong way. Sometimes uh, we post things on the internet to get attention and we all have done it. There isn't a person out there who's on social media who hasn't, but it's like, find something better, find something better to get some attention from. I wanted to give you, I was going to give you a compliment and say, you know, I, you, you don't even look old. Like you don't even have gray in your hair. And then I realized you don't have any hair. So I actually actually don't know. I actually don't know. Do you, if you you get like your fuzz before you shave, like, do you see, I have gray in my beard. You've seen my, my beard in person a month and a half ago. A beard and this are not the same. It's not the same. It's not the same. Beard hair and head hair are not the same. I know guys have gray in their beard and have no gray in their top of their head. Maybe they die. I don't know. But you're just big on on people dying tonight. Like I don't know what's going no, on with you. No, I said no. Maybe they die. I know that's morbid, John. <laughs> just because they have gray hair. See, this is what you, this is what you young people do. <laughs> you just think that old people die as soon as they get gray hair. That's not okay. nice. Are you done? Did you get it all? I'm out? done. I'm done. I feel like we. I feel like we 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 covered way more than we should have and way more than anyone i hope there's still some people listening well let's be honest like your mom will will still be listening why are you bringing Um, your mom so much my sister will probably be i'm just trying to think of the people who are still going to be listening to the (laughs) podcast at this point oh yeah you know like the people who will still be there maybe you know maybe some of our friends are still be listening hopefully you know we'll we'll, if we say anything nice later we'll have to pull clips so people can skip through things well and we'll put We'll put maybe we'll end up putting maybe we'll be so professional and put like timestamps. Was this even like, a good idea? I'm kind of we're not gonna do that right away because I just feel like that's like you know, there are some there are some podcasts where like they timestamp every five minutes. Like and then we and then we started talking about this, and then we started talking about which I don't I know. I want to put in the description timestamp colon and then go listen to the podcast. I mean, I also I do like when I watch a YouTube video and it has those little markers telling you when like the subject changes in the video kind of like that a little bit if i'm watching like a top 10 list or something i can just zoom through and see what the top 10 is sure so maybe you know never know someday we'll see cool all right but we're gonna wrap up we're gonna wrap up what's cooking we put a lid on the pot we're ready to move on 
<laughs> See, I'm just I'm staying on brand. Staying on brand. <laughs> I, I like it. I like we put it. a lid on the pot. We're done. Oh, All that's good. gone. Let it simmer. Deep, deep cleansing breaths. We're ready to go. So, onto the beef. Onto the beef. What? Onto where's the beef? Which you didn't have any idea what where's the beef meant when I when I said it. To no, you, right? you were like you were like I remember you sent me the ideas like the that the, the uh, you know what's cooking where's the beef and I'm like huh where because because like where's the beef it kind of sounds like we're looking for something not that we have something you know so it's like what's the beef but then like where's the beef but you're directing the audience. It took me a second. My mind, you know, I, I, my mind moves slow. I'm 28, but I have the mind of a 90 year old. So sometimes things get jostled. It's fine. Well, and it's because where's the beef came from a Wendy's campaign in the eighties. That was very popular featured senior citizen, Clara Peller. And basically (laughs) she and two of her elderly friends were in another burger establishment that they couldn't name because at this point, you know, brands couldn't mention other brands. And she opens the bun and it's got like this nickel sized burger on it. And she just goes, where's the beef? And that took over the world. Like that took over the, like the nation, the world. Tonic. So I wanted to bring where's the beef back. Okay. Probably we'll get a sued by Wendy's at some point. That's so well, maybe they'll if tweet we change about it. it. <gasps> maybe we'll get a win. Again. Oh, I don't think, I don't think you want the Wendy's Twitter account. Oh, I'm talking about you. Let's go. Or the X, it's the X account now though, isn't it? The X account. Oh yeah, the X. Oh yeah. Oh, don't be careful about that. Yeah, no. sorry. sorry, X. So, where's the beef? Is the main lead of the episode? Which honestly, we've already t- been talking for like what was that four hours? And what's cooking? We're gonna have long, to do something about that. Was a long intro. But we what we wanted to do in in where's the beef for this episode? So we won't go for too long. Is just talk about what brings us to this podcast, hmm. where it all came from, and. You were the one who suggested it, so why don't you start us off? Yeah, yeah I get to talk some. That's fun. Um, so where's the beef? So the idea was I just, you know, we, we live in the keto low-carb space, at the, the health space in general. That's what we do. Um, and for those of you that are listening that don't know who we are at all, uh, we uh, I own Keto Road LLC, and we do nutrition and keto coaching, and that's kind of the world we live in because – a lot of our uh, clients, a lot of our traffic, a lot of our audience is on social media. Um, and so we listen to a lot of podcasts in that space. And while some of them talk about subjects outside of diet, I really feel like there's a level of professionalism in a lot of podcasts, which isn't a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. But I really just wanted, I've been wanting for a while to find a reason to just be completely unhinged on a podcast and just like say what I want about whatever I want um, and just kind of be myself, which of course people will go, why don't you just do that on your own podcast? I'm like, well, because it's just, it's a different format, right? Like you don't, you don't go into your job and your favorite uh, Sunday brunch outfit, right? Like you, you, so it's just a different environment. And I just wanted to create an environment where we could just kind of be ourselves. So there was that. And then on top of that, um, what really what really solidified the idea for me was we were at the Keto Orlando Summit um, vending for performance games, which is my supplement company. And um, everybody was around and me. I've always known that me and Mike have a good chemistry in terms of communication. Like he makes me laugh. I sometimes make him snicker. It works out. And um, but I noticed everybody around us really enjoyed our going back and forth almost more than I enjoy it. And I was like, I wonder what would happen if me and Mike have the conversations we always have, but we kind of publicized it and allowed other people to join in and conversate with us and, and enjoy the conversations that we had. And so 
I brought Mike that idea. I'm really excited about it. I think it's going to be great. Um, and, and then after that, you know, we started formulating and really honestly, I had the initial seed and, and he's the one that got the soil, the water, like the, the, the title, the thumbnail, the, the segments, that was all a brainchild of Mike. So I got to give credit where credit's due, but, um, it's definitely, uh, uh, it's basically what the idea was, was, a I don't want to say, I don't say unhinged because I don't think we're super unhinged people, more unfiltered, just kind of like an unfiltered mm -hmm. real life conversation that people can, 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 um, um, feel connected to in a real way. Which makes a lot of sense. And I honestly tried to think of a lot of ways to say, no, I didn't want to do it. Like, but then I realized that like, you're my boss. And so it's like when your boss says, <laughs> Hey, do you want to get a drink after work on Friday? And you're kind of like, if I say no to that, is that going to affect my mobility in the company? So I said, yes. Um, then I immediately started to think about like, wow, we're going to create this and subject people to listening to it. This isn't really fair to them. We have to try to find a way to bring some structure to this chaos. So then I started thinking about segments and I also said I would brainstorm names for the podcast. So I brainstormed a long list of names and, it, and it, the funniest thing is a lot to swallow was the one that I thought was going to make you the most uncomfortable. Uh -huh. And so I kind of threw it in there being like, he's never going to pick that one because he's going to be like, Oh, mm, rrr, that's just awkward. That's mm. And I would watch him blush on zoom. And so I had all these other names and honestly, I spent like way too much time working on the name for the show because you don't understand how many podcasts out there exist with names already related to things like, like I thought bringing home the bacon. There's like four podcasts with that name. Chew it over four podcasts with that name. Um, even where's the beef deep fried friends, beef it up, fresh meat, beef cake. You liked beef cake a little bit. But I felt like the reasons you liked it probably were, were more awkward than real. So like I didn't want to have any part of that. <laughs> but you came back and said you liked a lot to swallow, which I thought was great. And um, while John can be the unfiltered crazy one sometimes, um, and I mean that in the nicest way, I also, though, sometimes like to bring structure back to the things that we're doing and order because that's just who I, I grew up as like. I was the kid in class that would ask for homework if the teacher didn't give us any, literally. So really? I was. Um, well, we can I talk about that someday. I appreciate but it. But we can talk about it. That's why, you know, to give, give you guys a look into our, you know, our professional relationship. One of the things that I have been asking John to do for a long time and happens intermittently um, is meeting minutes. Because I just feel like meeting minutes help. And not everyone likes meeting minutes, but I do. But anyway. You could type. I'm just saying. Uh, so I thought a lot to swallow was a good name because I feel like our conversations are a lot to swallow. I feel like it, we were having fun at Orlando summit, but you could also see like there were some people that were like having trouble keeping up because we were going so fast. So I, I thought we were a lot to swallow. And so I thought that was good. Then there were some people that were just egging it on like Mary you know mary was enjoying mary. it a lot um, i think mary was more enjoying seeing someone else in public um coming back at you because it seemed like there weren't a lot of people there that would normally just like immediately challenge or make fun of things that you were saying and that's what i was doing yeah so no, that's no. why that first that first dinner she she had a lot of fun with that yeah yeah no it, 
it's it's very obvious in public settings that um we have a we have a special kind of rapport which and on the structure part i just want to go back to that real quick i actually really appreciate that that in you in all honesty um because i'm not a structured person at all and he has my our uh, the, the the company would not be where it's at today if i did not have the structure of mike and i got through a little quick thing to amy but but that's it we'll move on <laughs> We'll we'll have to have Amy on the podcast someday, but not oh, really no. tell her, tell no, her what we're doing. No, no. And it'll just be like five minutes of confusion for Amy. And she would oh. then be like, I really need to go and hang out. You're gonna listen phone. to this. You know yeah. someone's gonna listen to it all the way through? Amy's going mm-hmm. to of course she is. Of course she is. Point, this point right now. <laughs> but the idea, so the idea of having different segments also because look at we're how we're rambling now, wanting to kind of bring us back together to be able to get through those different, you know, organized excuse me, organize our thoughts a little bit. You know, this, this podcast is very different from, like John said, from his podcast, my podcast, the fat guy forum is just me interviewing dudes that have been on weight loss journeys or starting them or finish them wherever they're at. And so this is a very different, you know, a different place, you know, a different place for us to be able to come together, share what's going on every week and share it with y'all and see if it's something that you get something out of and hopefully entertain, uh, inform a little bit. Like you said, we're not going to be like edutainment kind of thing, but you Ed- never know when we're going to edutainment. Look it up. Um, but we're we're not going to plan like thematic structural topics like that are very much like the stuff we would do in other media in other forms. So yeah. that's what you're looking for. That's not what you're going to find here. But we are going to talk about things that are going on in our lives. We're going to talk about things that we enjoy, things we're not enjoying. You know, all that, all that jazz. It should be, it should be a fun ride. I also want to take credit that I made the intro. So I just want everybody to know that I forgot. I forgot to say that. I want to take ownership. That was my idea. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm glad you enjoyed it before you started the episode. Well, hopefully they did. And now if not, they know where they can email you in the show notes, probably (laughs) to send a message about that if they want to. But that's, that's kind of where we're coming from. I don't want to keep rambling about that. Like, I feel like. We covered it pretty well. And if, if we didn't say enough, the great thing about this is we're going to do another episode. Yep. Hopefully. Hopefully they don't burn us with a steak. But we'll see. Well, the thing, the thing I'm, I'm realizing, too, as we're talking now is we didn't talk about how we're going to end every episode if we oh. need to do anything to end. Dude, I was thinking about that. I literally was like, weren't we going to do a segment on like pop culture, like junk food? Wasn't that a thing? Well, we talked about that. We talked about that. I don't think, we, you know, we, we junk we. We, we had been debating sometimes it's on your list when we talk about it sometimes it's not like <laughs> i feel like we said enough for this week but junk food will be coming if that's going to be where we talk about the miscellaneous topics things that we get passionate about like in um entertainment pop culture that kind of thing so yeah, watch out for that uh no yeah I, I think we should end this awkwardly and abruptly so well i just wanted to say one more thing uh, uh before we end you- um and that's that winners are not people who never fail but people who never quit <laughs> why are you reading my phone no you can't because they're not going to know where that came from until they see the video of this if they ever see it so uh-huh. that's a sign behind john right now what a and hook. maybe someday you'll see it maybe someday you won't what a hook you know nice. Keep them going. remember remember john believes winners are not people <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> well, if you, I mean, I, I can't tell from here if that's where it ends or not. Your head was in the way. So I think oh. it just says winners are not people. No, it, okay. It says winners are not people who never fall, but people who never quit. 
Nah, I like winners or not people. <laughs> I know you do. Uh, well, on that note, th- this has been too much for me to swallow tonight. So I feel like it's time for us to let the turn the music on and play us out, right? Yep, yep. All right. Well, till next. So hopefully, y'all will we'll catch you again soon. We'll yep. see. All right. Bye. Bye.